0: Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. So we honor the Lord, amen, as we continue to speak by faith, amen. I hope y'all can see y'all logged in and y'all can see, amen, the word here. We're going to speak it by faith that I am not empty. I am healed. I am not lost. I am favored. I am not with not without. I am not beneath. I am a good steward. I am prosperous, I am qualified, I am wise. and come on somebody. I am full of love, grace and wealth. amen. amen. Hallelujah. yes, we are. We are full of love, grace and wealth. Hallelujah. Well we just honor the Lord on today amen for all that he is doing. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. We honor him. Amen. He is good. Hallelujah. And his mercies endure forever. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Come on. Glory to God. I'm telling y'all, I've been telling the saints. I say, y'all, we got to continue to live this life. We got to live it right. Come on. It's been hot in Florida. Come on. It's been so hot around here. Amen. Y'all see me right now. I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. Amen. And so, but I say, God, you know, we got to continue to live this thing. Right. I know we'd be laughing about it but it's the truth, amen, even as we continue to walk this walk, you're like, God, it keeps getting hotter and hotter, Lord, That means we need to keep living more, saving and more, save, we need to keep getting it right, amen, we need to keep living this life like we're supposed to, amen, because I'm telling you, I, I want to be in the number, amen, I don't want God to come by and stop by, amen, And I'm not ready. Come on, somebody. Say, I want to be in the number, Lord. I want to be ready, God, when you come. Amen. To check on me, Lord. I'm trying to be ready, Lord. And so that's how I'm living my life every single day. Amen. Every single day. Would I honor the Lord once again for... All of you, Amen. Continue to pray for the saints, Amen. Even as some, as, as you know, we heard some news even on this week. Some of the other saints have lost loved ones. So y'all, let's keep let's keep each other lifted up in prayer, Amen. We have enough to pray about. We got enough that we need the love. We should be checking on one another. We should be concerned about each other, Amen. And so let's make sure that we're we're loving and reaching out to each other, Amen. Glory to God. Well, y'all we coming into a new sermon series. Hallelujah. We in a new sermon series, saints. We're talking about worship. Amen. Hallelujah. The encounter, the faces of worship. Somebody say worship, worship, worship. And I'm excited about it. I you know, I I know uh, Overseer Pastor Lincoln, he always talk about worship, how much he love worship. But the truth is, I don't talk about worship as much, but I absolutely love worship. I love worship. Amen. I I prayer prayer is I love to pray, you know. I love to praise. Anybody know me, I'm ready for a praise. But worship it takes something. Worship, it, 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 everybody can't get into that place. Come on, every, everybody can't go. Everybody can, but everybody won't because everybody not going to take what they're not going to do what it takes to get into that place of worship. And so I honor the Lord. I thank God for this sermon series. Amen. That God is able to allow us to take what it is that he's already putting us about worship and then God opening up new things about worship and so that we can fully hold the whole man, amen, that we're able to go into prayer. We know we're ready to go into a praise and that we're also ready for worship, amen. So I pray that this word bless you on today. Glory to God. I have been studying. I have been, uh, some of you know you haven't really seen me a whole whole lot lately. I've been busy a lot and you know doing the work of ministry a lot. Thank God for those that came with us on last Sunday, uh, uh last Saturday, I'm sorry, to the prison ministry um in Oca- Oca- uh in Orlando. Uh, it was so good, job. We were there all day long. As First Lady would say, we was in boot camp and we were there all day long, and we praised God, we prayed we I mean pray for everybody in the building you know we we had word on top of word or another word and so it was just good and it was just seeing the lives of the people being changed and sometimes it takes all of that it takes a whole lot of word and a whole lot of worship and a whole lot of singing and, and pray you know it takes all of that you know because you have to break up that fallow ground you got to break up all that stuff that the enemy done not put inside of us and so it takes all of that and so God is just was so grace great uh just give us grace last week and he really showed up amen and so y'all pastor was in and I was in there amen I said God let just use me and so God used me God used the saints you know to help out with the altar call minister Marco and the keyboard and so I'm just so grateful I'm grateful for the ministry that we are a part of I'm so grateful for the work that God has put in us and it's not just you know for us it's for others. And so people see that they see the work. Amen. And so I always say the work that we're doing inwardly, it'll show on the outside. Well, what we do on the inside, it shows up on the outside and we don't even have to come in telling people, amen. They just see it. Hallelujah. And so that's why we do what we do. Amen. And so we honor the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. That's why I say I've been I've been out, so y'all know when I'm out, y'all know I come back, i be be talking, I, listen, I preach long, 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 but I'm not going to preach long today, amen, thank you, Jesus, amen, I'm not going to do it, hallelujah, I know Minister Darlene is laughing, amen, but it's okay, amen, I'm I i, I I'm not going to be before you real, real long, but I do honor the Lord, amen, for our apostle, we thank God for Apostle Leonard, amen, for all that he does. But his prayers, amen, his support and all that he's put in us, amen. I thank God for overseer Pastor Lincoln and First Lady Nelson. It was so good to have her here with us. And we thank God for the both of them, for their guidance and their lead us and their prayers for us, amen. Well, come on, let's go on into the word on today, if that's all right with y'all. We're going to Genesis chapter three, Genesis chapter three, and I'll be reading for you verses six through nine. I only got a few scriptures, amen. I'll be going to Genesis chapter three, verse six through nine. And when you got it, amen, if you can just stand to your feet and say, God, I got it. Amen. Come on. I got it. I got it. We going to Genesis chapter three, verse six through nine. Amen. And the word of the Lord reads, it says "And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and she did eat and gave it also to her husband with her. And he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig tree fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard a voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam his wife, Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said, where are thou hallelujah that's all the scriptures I got today amen and if I had to give you a topic amen my topic is where do I go from here amen where do I go from here hallelujah come on that 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 this resonated with somebody that this that this went down in somebody's spirit this morning amen where God do I go from here, Amen. As we're talking about worship, God, I'm in the month of July. God, I've been through all these things in my life. I've been through so many journeys, God. I've been through mountains high. I've been through valley lows, God. I've traveled long ways, God. Where do I go from here? Come on, somebody. I've been saved, God, since I was 20. God, I've known the Lord since I was 12. Come on, I, I've been in this thing, God. Where? Do I go from here? Amen. Hallelujah. I pray that you be blessed by this word on today. As we're talking about, amen, the faces of worship. And when I began to really look at this thing about worship, I said, God, what do you want us to know? And I began to write down all these different things that God was giving me about worship and how to press in about going into the to intercourse and all these different things. And I said, God, what do you want us to know? And he said, first, I want you to know where you at. He said, first, I want you to know, you where, where where are you? Come on, glory to God. He said, first, we got to deal with that before we can even talk about worship and what it means to go into worship and how to get into the place of worship. He said, first, I need you to know, where where, where are you? Come on, and why are you not even close to worship? Lord, I'm to shame, y'all. I said, oh my God, oh my God. He said, I don't want you to know why you're here, why you where you are. Come on, because a lot of times we don't like to acknowledge why we're, why we're somewhere, right? When we're not in the right place, right? When we're in a good place, we can tell you why we get there. But when we're at a place we're not supposed to be, we don't like to talk about that. That's like somebody asking you, where are your money you spent from your check? I really want to talk about that. I had things to do. You know, we don't want to talk about that, right? We don't want to go into the details, amen, because that don't feel real good because then you look at, you know, went to McDonald's like 10 times, you know, that's, that's where son, most of your money went. Come on. We don't, we don't want to deal with things, y'all. We don't. It's the truth. And so, you know, God is saying before he can even take us deeper into a place, he said, first, we got to acknowledge where you're at. And why you even get here, come on, somebody say, where do I, where, where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? Amen. Amen. Where do I go from here? And so I love this. Amen. We are. One scripture I do want to give you as we're going into it, which is kind of like our, our reference as what God had given me for us as we're going into this. Say, man, because I think for this house, this is the this is where God has us. Say, man, and then you'll kind of understand why I kind of went the way I went today. I want to go to John chapter four, uh, John chapter four, verse twenty-three through twenty-four, and it says, "But the hour cometh now." And now is when the true worshiper shall worship the Lord in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him. And I'm gonna read verse 24 as well. And God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Go back to verse 23, because I want you to catch this bottom part where it says the father seeketh such to worship him. And so God took me there first. He said, before I can even begin to teach and and, and direct y'all about being true worshipers and how to get in there. He said, first, I want you to know that I'm seeking. The father seeketh such the worst worship him. Why does God have to come and seek after us? Come on. And that's where God stopped me at right there. He said, because I'm seeking after the worshiper. And I said, well, God, when you come to seek after us, God, are we ready? Are we ready? in that place. Amen. And so then you'll kind of understand where I'm taking this today. Amen. That's where God started. us. So make sure you write down John chapter four, verse 23 through 24. Amen. That's kind of going to be our reference as we're going through this, the faces of worship. Amen. And so we're going to uh, 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 Genesis, Genesis, uh, uh, we're here at chapter three. And so even as we are, we all know the story, we know the story of Adam and Eve, but I'm going to kind of go through it as God has kind of given it to me where we are right now. And so right at this point, right, uh, right before this is when the Lord, he put Adam into a deep sleep. It says it was a deep sleep that came upon him, meaning God sent that to be upon him, for God to be able to to go and take the rib out of him. Amen. God had to send that type of sleep. That just wasn't no regular sleep. Amen. And so God put him in that place while he was doing a work in him. Come on, because sometimes God has to do that. God has to put us in a place over here while he's doing a work in us, amen, hallelujah and, and, and sometimes we 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 don't understand, we're ready to we'll get out of the place of where we're supposed to be in God because we like, God, you know, you don't put me over here I want to know what's really going on but you ever been in there in your life where you felt like God is kind of putting you over here while he's doing a work in your life come on, sometimes God has send you into a place where he put you kind of to the side where you can't see everything that's really going on and God said because I'm doing a work in your life, somebody say God God is doing a work in my life. Amen. Hallelujah. God is doing a work in my life. And sometimes you may not be able to see it. I just want to put that out there. And so at this point, the Lord had Adam to fall into a deep sleep while he took the rib of the man. And I say, God, for you to be able to take the rib, which is, you know, that, that, that place, that, that structure, that, that, that hard place, you know? And I say, God, even though you took the rib from the man, that did not change who he was. It did not change the structure of that man. Come on, I'm going to help y'all a little bit because a lot of times, as women, women are ready to change a man. You ever hear that all the time? They're like, "You can't change no man. You know, you can't change no man. You can't, and you're not supposed to change the man." Come on. Even when God took the rib, that man it didn't change the structure of that man. It didn't change the, the strongness of that man. It did not change who he was. Come on, glory to God. Only God can change man. Oh Lord, somebody say, "Only God, only God, only God." Amen. Hallelujah. You can't make nobody else change hallelujah and so God took that part from Adam and he took it and then he made woman amen he made her amen he made the Bible say he made woman from that rib amen and he took it and he made it and I love it that uh, Adam said, "This is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman." I'm sorry, y'all. This, this is a beautiful story right here, y'all. Y'all, you know, we're looking for a love story. We're looking for all these things. Y'all, this is a beautiful story here that God put together in, in in the in the scripture, and how Adam turned around. You know, he went like, "Well, she ain't look like this, and she ain't got that, and she need to be taller, and she need to she need to be smaller, and she need to be." She need to be rich and she need to, he didn't do all of that. Come on, glory to God. He looked at what God had given him. And he said, he began to talk. He said, this is the bone of my bone. This is the flesh of my flesh. And I want y'all to catch one more thing. He called her woman. I say, God, Adam began to speak to who she was. He saw who she was. He saw that and he began, he called her woman. Come on, and we be, we're trying to look at how relationships should go, but we see it right here. This man accepted who she was, and he began to call who she was. He saw what was on the inside of her. That means as her husband, he affirmed her. He saw what was inside of her. Come on, he said, I'm going to call a woman. Come on, he spoke who she was. Come on, glory to God. He wasn't all about what's physical about her. He saw what was in her. And he said, I'm gonna call a woman. Come on, you, you, you gotta be like, come on, single people. You need to be with somebody that can see who, what's in you and be able to speak that and, come, and affirm who you are in God. Come on, hallelujah. You Be able to affirm who you are in God. He began to speak that over her life. And I say, God, we always looking for something, God, but you you made it so clear. First, what he did is he brought man, he brought, he took man and he put him, he said, let me do something for you, man. Let me come, man, shouldn't be alone. He said, I got something for you. And then he created this thing that was a part of him. Come on. It was a place of connection, amen. But it didn't take away from him come on, it didn't change him, it didn't try to pull away from him, but all in the same, he was able to speak to who she was, and he, and they said they began to leave, and they began to cleave, they cleave one to another, amen, they became one, and they was living this life, y'all, it was enjoying life, amen, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, he done spoke who she was, and here they go. They walking around. God done spoke to them. God done told them they in the presence of God. Come on, they they eating from the tree. They ain't got to worry about nothing. Come on, they just enjoying this. And when I was really studying this, I said, God, if we really look at our life in salvation, when we first got saved, we were like Adam and Eve. What? We, we, we were just, by got faith. I know what I can do. You know, we, we we just, I believe God, you know, we just walking through, eating eating from the tree. You know, we just had we just, we just love that God did a work in our life and we just saved and we was ready to praise God. We was ready to pray. We was ready to go into a place of worship. Come on. We was right here at this pure place that Adam and Eve was at. Come on, somebody say, God, please, Lord. Come on, if it, 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 anybody know what I'm talking about today? Come on, that they, they were naked and they were not ashamed. Come on, they were innocent. They had this childlike faith. Y'all know what I'm saying? I, when I, I, had, I know about childlike faith. I was there, come on. When I first, I was that childlike faith and they weren't even ashamed. They were just walking, just having a good time in life and enjoying the things of God. Hallelujah. Somebody said they were in the presence of God. They were in the presence of God. That's where they were. And then something happened. My God. Something happened. The serpent came. <laughs> and he had, a, he waited until he, he could get Eve off by herself. And he's beginning to whisper some stuff in her ear. Y'all know what I'm saying? When you get by yourself and and, 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 Satan love, when you trying to drive your car, you trying to cook dinner, you trying to do things, you know, you, you at your job or you laying in your bed or whatever. And he tried to come and whisper stuff into your ear. And so he didn't want nobody else to hear it. He didn't want Adam to know about it. He just wanted him to eat. Somebody know what I'm talking about today. Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so he beginning to speak some things to her and beginning to tell, her. He said, she said, no, she said, God already told us that we can eat from the tree, you know. And, and he said, Yeah, but what about this tree? Because if you eat of this tree, he said, you know, you're gonna be able to know good from evil, and you know, all these things he's telling her about this tree. So your eyes will be open. He planted that seed in her. Your eyes will be open, it'll be so much more that you can see. If you eat from this tree. Now, God done gave her access to everything else. My God. If she have just stayed in the presence. Somebody say the presence, the presence, the presence, the presence. we talk about worship today, right? And, and if, you, if they would have just stayed in the presence, God was giving them everything that they need. Come on. God was giving them all. They was just enjoying. But he said, come on out. He, he But he didn't present it as, come out of the presence. He just presented it as just eat of this tree right here. Come on. You know, I'm going to tell you, somebody was just telling me the other day, and I thought it was so good. I've never heard the analogy of a, a frog boiling in water. And they talk about how she said, you know, she said, when you put a frog in boiling water, you don't turn it up real high. You turn it down low where the water is a little bit warm and the frog, he get comfortable in the water. And then over time, you just keep turning it up and turning it up and turning it up. And then you kill him. You boil him and then he dies. But if you would have had the water real hot when he first came in, what would he have done, Saint? He'd have jumped out. So that's how sin is. That's what Satan will do. Come on, he'll just put you in something and keep it a little warm for you so you can be comfortable. Because he knows if he turned the heat up on you all the way in the beginning, you would jump out of that. You'd be like, oh no, I see you. Let me get up out of that. And so you would jump out. But what he'll do is he'll turn the heat up just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more until it's boiling water and you can't even get out. And so what he did, I thought that was a good story. yeah, I did. I, I love that. I said, God, that's so true. And I said, God, please don't let me be in nothing that I ain't supposed to be in, God. And I'm comfortable. Come on, glory to God. Don't let me get comfortable in no hot water. Come on, that I ain't supposed to be in. Y'all know what I'm saying. Amen. That's my prayer, Lord. And so so right here, what Satan did, what the serpent did, is he planted a little seed in her. And when he planted that little seed in her, now you know it's like she's just thinking about it a little bit, thinking about it a little bit. And that's what we find ourselves here in verse six. And it says, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. So all this time, this woman didn't even see the tree as food, right? Because God had, had, you know, had already provided everything they need. But at this point in her life, she began to look at this tree. Amen. She began to look at this tree and she said, God, you know, this looks good, I wanna eat of this. And I said, God, why would you bring us to this place? And it says in that it was pleasant to the eyes. I said, God, why would you bring us to the scripture? He said, because a lot of you are not in worship and not even ready to get into a place of worship. Y'all ready for this? He said, temptation. Because what does temptation, temptation is the pleasure. Come on, glory to God. And and, and even sometimes before you eat of it, that's why I want to stop here because she saw it. Come on, because with temptation, really it starts with what you see. Come on. Glory to God. You see it first. You hear it first. Come on. You desire it first before you actually do it. Come on. Hallelujah. But the Lord said that he would not withhold no good thing from us. Come on. Somebody say, God would not withhold no good thing from me. Come on. Glory to God. If I stay in the presence of God, God would not withhold no good thing from me. Hallelujah. I put that presence because when we get out of the will of God, we go into sin, there's good things that God can't give to us because we are mess it up. Amen. Anybody know what I'm saying? Amen. We are messed stuff up. So when we are where we supposed to be in the presence of God, there is no good thing that God would not withhold from us. Amen. And so what happens is that, you know, we got to realize, I, I do want to give you the scripture. Let me get my scripture because I don't go too fast. Look at Psalms 84 and 11. Look at Psalms 84 and 11. Amen. And I, I want you to see this, amen, as I'm talking about God would not withhold no good thing from us, amen, hallelujah, Psalms 84 and 11. I do want you to see this, amen. And it says, for the Lord, God is a son and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing with he withhold from them that walk, walk uprightly. Amen. Y'all see that? He said that he will not withhold no good thing from him that walk uprightly. So that means that God will withhold sin. When we are in sin, God withhold things from us. He said, but that's why I didn't want y'all to miss that part. When we walk uprightly, when we do, when there's no blemish, when we're doing it sincerely, you know, we're doing the things of God. He said, I would not withhold no good thing from you. So that means that God, I don't have to go to look what happened. She saw that what? That she was good. So that means that I don't have to go searching for what is good because God Lord, have mercy. Help us today, God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lord, that hit my spirit real good. So that means that I don't have to go and what? Look for nothing good because the Lord already told me in the word of God, Psalms 84 and 11, that what? There was no good thing that he would withhold from them that walk uprightly. So if I stay in the place with God where I'm supposed to be, Come on, and, and, and yielding myself to God. Come on, God would not withhold no good thing from me. But the truth is, y'all, we don't walk and look at the, looking for good things. We have not been searching for good things and them things has led us away. From the presence of God, nobody want to tell the truth. Come on, I, I laid in the floor yesterday and I cry. I be, I really went into that place with God. I tell you, I have a a a, a pressure that. I want to say minister Darlene gave me, somebody gave it to me and I took my prayer cloth and the Lord said, take it and cover yourself. And I cover my head all the way down to my feet. And I begin to go in a place with God and I begin to go into worship and I begin to seek God. And I say, God, what in the world? God said, because so many things you was looking for that was good. It leads you away from the presence of God. I know nobody want to tell the truth because you want to tell me that you've been walking around with Jesus all day long. Come on. And you was walking on puffy clouds every day. But the Lord said, you have been led away looking for good stuff. My God, hallelujah, somebody, hallelujah. But the Lord said, when I would not withhold no good thing from you. When you walk upright before me, I don't. you don't have to go and be searching, searching and searching and some of y'all be searching through so much stuff, trying to search through jobs and people and friends and, you know, all these things, searching through, you know, I need money, I need this, I need, I, just searching, come on, trying to go and, and, and alcohol and drugs and that's when we get caught up in all those things, don't think you too above it. Don't think you to too above that stuff. Don't, don't say, well, God, it'll never be me. Baby, you keep searching. You don't know where that search will lead you. You don't know where you were in. It ain't above you. Come on. And so God has to deal with us about what we're going to search after that looks good. At the relationship. You're from... Woman to woman, man to man. man. Okay, keep on. Next thing you know, you be woman and man. You tell me, I I would. Honey, you don't know your search. Somebody say, you don't know where your search leads you. You you don't know, y'all don't want to hear me today. Y'all don't want that good word, amen. Because you don't know where that search will lead you. Hallelujah. They say, you know, you you walking with both. Because I can't figure out because I'm still trying to search. Come on, but you gotta go back to the presence of God and say, God, you would not withhold no good thing from me. So God, I'm not trying to be searching and looking for what is good. Come on, glory to God. I'm a search in the presence of God. If I search in the presence of God, we're supposed to be seeking. Axing, knocking, come on, that's what we're supposed to be. And we search, come on, somebody, you better hear this word. If I search in the presence of God, then God, you would not withhold from me what it is that I need. Hallelujah. And so what happened is that at this point, you know, I say, God, you know, she began to search. She saw that the tree was good. And I say, God, you know, I begin to think about our sermon series about the blind spot, you know, and how we have a beam in our eye. You know, that's why the scripture said, don't be trying to go get the beam out of your brother's eye when what? When you got a beam in your own eye. Take your time to get your beam out of your own eye. Come on, because we love, we love to see it in somebody else's eye, but we don't take the time to look at and get the beam out of our own eyes. Come on, somebody. And so what happens is that we begin to see, and I say, God, you know, at this point, the tree became a blind spot for her. The tree became a beam in her eye because it blocked her from seeing God. It blocked her from the presence of God. Come on. And what I want to tell you is that I say, God, so you're saying things that even look good to us can be a beam. Yes. Yes. It can be a blind spot, even the things that look good. Because we always think, you know, a beam in my eye is something that always gotta be bad or evil, but it can be good too. Because it looks so good. I can't see nothing else. Come on, somebody. All I all I see is this right here because it looked good to me. Come on, hallelujah. And you know, and so that's all you can see. Come on. Go. I say, God, help, come on, you you can't, I, I, I'm going to break it down for you. You know how, like, you know, you can see how you can get money, right? And that's, that's plush because we all, we, we, we love some money. Come on. We want money. Amen. Money. I know it answers some stuff. Amen. But, but it's not that it's not the solution to all things in our lives. And so we have a desire, we want to have money because we like God, you know, for me to be able to do the things I want to do and have the freedom and God build this ministry out, you know, God build my household, we want a house, we want all these things, God, we, we need, we need the resources, come on, we need it. But you can not be, so, you got to be careful, not even to let money. Be that beam in your eye. You can't even let money because it's pleasurable and it's good that all you see is that. And then it stops you from getting into the presence of God. Come on. So sometimes even things that are good. And then sometimes it could be things that is evil. Remember Satan, the serpent had already told her, he said, you're going to be able to see good and you're going to be able to see evil. So you, you got to even be careful, even the evil stuff you see, the stuff that is not good. Because y'all know what, sometimes even things that are toxic, some relationships that are bad and toxic, and we'll still be looking at it. It'll still be a beam in our eye. We'll still let it be our blind spot. We, there we go looking at it again. I know it's toxic. I know it's crazy. But I just like looking at it. Come on. Nobody want to tell that you like looking at stuff that's toxic. You like looking at stuff that's crazy. Come on. And drama feel. Come on. You, you will still be looking at that stuff. And so you got to remove, you got to say, God, remove them beams out of my eye. Let me make sure I'm getting that stuff that's blocking me from seeing you. Things that are pleasurable and the things that even are evil, not even good. Amen, somebody. And so what happened is that she saw the tree. The tree began to be a blind spot for her. She saw the tree. It was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. Come on. It was pleasurable. The temptation. Come on. What keeps what, what's keeping you out of worship is your pleasures. Write that down. Come on. What's keeping me out of worship? Hallelujah. It's my pleasures. Come on, hallelujah. If it's nothing but got my pleasures to sleep. I told the saints the other night I was laughing. I'm going to put Sister Taya and uh, Mister Darlene on blast. I love y'all, though. I said, y'all, I said, I have picked up the spirit of Minister Darlene and Sister Taya. I said, they, they be in the bed. They don't play. And, I, y'all, it was like 8.30. And I was like, I'm going to bed. You know, I, I said, Lord, you know, I, I'm just going to lay down, you know. And I said, God, I've been enjoying this summer. I said, God, to get me some rest. But. On the flip side of that, it is a good thing too because sometimes y'all we just running and running for just running ourselves instead of taking the time to rest. sometimes it's just about us resting, and you be frustrated and you tired. I know God be looking at us like I gave you a moment to rest. You know, I, I you know things was a little slowed down on Thursday. You could have rest. You could have went on the bed, but that was you. <laughs> That, that was you trying to dig and do this and do and do it at it. I'm going to organize this and I'm, I'm going to go over here to the store. God said, I, that was you. Come on. And, and sometimes we even miss when God even give us a moment to even call back and rest ourselves. Amen. And give us the clarity that we need. Come on, we can be more productive. We can be better at things that we need to do. Amen. And and so, you know, sometimes even, you know, sleep. But I said, God, I don't want to be sleeping too much now. I I, I don't want to be lazy because I don't want that that to pull me away from God. Because I'm too sleepy to get off of the couch. And sometimes I even sleep just too lazy. Uh Uh-oh. I mean it's today I'm in somebody's house today just too night just lazy come on you just laying there you're not even sleep <laughs> you you're not even not even do you're just laying there doing nothing come on being idle come on you still got to be careful that that you don't you know you don't let sleep and laziness come on stop you from because it could become pleasurable. Come on, making sure that God'm not always worried about food and I can't even get into worship. I need to eat. I'm hungry. You know, uh, 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 uh Hagen, you know, all of that stuff. Y'all yeah, y'all play with me, but that stuff with the pleasures. Come on, that's what God said. What's keeping us out of worship? He said the pleasures. Pleasures. The things we liken to do. The things we want to go and do. The things we, you know, want to watch on TV all day. It's nothing wrong with watching TV. It's nothing wrong with watching movies. But you you staying hours and hours and hours and hours watching TV, watching movies. Come on. That's time you waste. That's pleasurable to you. But that's time that's pulling you away from worship, y'all. I'm just going to tell y'all what the Lord had told me. Come on, hallelujah. You on the phone. Come on. My pastor called it the phone, And you, yeah, uh-huh, let me tell you, let me tell you. You always on the phone. That's pleasurable to you, but that's pulling you away. Come on, hallelujah, from what, you, what the place of worship. You gotta check your own life today and say, God, what's pulling me away from worship? He said the pleasures. He said, because it's temptation. Come on, it's things that are tempting you. Friendships come on, can be tempting you. Loved ones, they tempting you. Come on, uh, 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 always fussing about something. Come on, that pulls you to me. I, after I done fussed, now nah, I really can't pray. Come on, you got like, I can't even pray. You know, hallelujah, that's pulling you out of worship. Come on, every night you fussing about something. You know, now, you know, I just fussed. I clean up in here? Clean up. You had a kid in the house looking like this. Clean up, clean up, clean up. And then by the time we will finish fussing about clean up. Like, no, I can't go to worship no more. <laughs> I said, you is that. You, you, you letting all these things, that's a pleasure. Come on. Even sometimes fussing is a pleasure. Y'all don't want to hear me. Come on. Sometimes being fussy at times because you just want to be fussy. Come on. It can be pleasurable to you. And so these are the things that tempt us and they pull us out. Come on, the temptations that we face is not from God. Come on, we are drawn away. Come on, these things that are drawing us out of God. Come on, because James, if you look at James 1, 12 through 14, it tells us that, you know, don't say, go back and read that this week. Don't say that God tempts you. And, and he said, because he said you are drawn away from the lust that's on the inside of you. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. today. God was shot. God, God was tempting me. Or oh, here's a good one: the devil made me do it. The devil, the devil can't make you do nothing. Uh oh! I got I got by five of y'all. I got five of y'all right there, right there. Hallelujah, Honey, the devil made the devil didn't make you do a thing. Come on, he didn't do nothing. Come on, God didn't make you. The devil didn't make you. Come on, God didn't. Ch- what he said? What it is? He said you are Lord, or oh, what? Well, you're enticed by the lust. That's in you, that you house housing, that you taking care of, that you're nurturing. Come on. It's the lust that's on the inside of you. Oh, my God, today, hallelujah, glory to God. Come on. God will cause you to sin and the devil can't make you sin. Somebody write that down. Come on. And I do want you to go back and read James 1, amen, 12 or 14. God won't cause you to sin and the devil can't make you sin. Hallelujah. Somebody say, it's all you, boo. Come on, tell yourself. Say, it's all you, boo. It's all you. This is all you. Come on, it's all you. It's all me. Amen. These things are on me. Hallelujah. God didn't make Eve sin. The devil didn't make Eve sin. He presented it to her. He enticed her, and what did she do? What was on the inside of her? That curiosity was on the inside of her, that pleasure. Come on, come look at it say that it was pleasant to the eyes. That was that pleasure that she wanted. Ooh, that looked good. Pleasure, Lord. That's what made her sin. That's what pulled her out of the presence of God. That's what made her step away. Come on, glory to God. And so, you know, you 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 have to cooperate with sin. Come on. Everybody know what I'm talking about. You haven't cooperated with sin. Sin was like, come on. <laughs> and you was like, okay. You know, we have to cooperate with sin. he said come on, get get mad and go off and cuss and tell them all. Don't forget to cuss the part. it cuss. All right. I got it. You know, and then we'll cooperate with it. Amen, saints, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah. And so what happened, it was pleasant. So the tree and, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She saw all of this when she began to look at this tree. But she wouldn't even known this if, the, if, if, if Satan didn't whisper it. She wouldn't even known it. And she wouldn't know that the tree would make her wise. It was because of what was what was whispered to her. Come on, to pull her away. And I I, want to move away from that, but I I just want you to really get it. That it's things that has pulled us away from the place of worship. God can't even go into worship. So don't even go into it yet. Because it's things that, because if God teach you about worship, in this next sermon series, and we go through all of this and you still have not dealt with the temptations and the pleasures that keep pulling you away, you still won't have the encounter. You still won't fully get what God says. You, fu- you won't fully experience God like he really wants you to in this season because you keep allowing these things to pull you away. She saw that it was make her She took the fruit thereof and, sh- and did eat. She ate it. My God. She ate it. Why? Because she wanted the more. What was more on the other side? Amen. She wanted what was more. She said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to eat it. But this is the thing all up to this point. They lived a life of obedience. Somebody say, life of obedience. Amen. Hallelujah. The thing is, God gave, gave them that. Eternal desire to obey. Her and her husband was obeying up to this point. They obeyed God. God is already putting you what it takes to obey. Come on. God has already placed in you how to obey. No one was teaching them, and you know, nobody had to go through somebody need to teach me how to obey. Nobody taught Adam and Eve how to obey. God told them, told them, and they did it. It's in you. Stop making excuses why you can't obey. Stop making excuses why you can't obey. Somebody need to, somebody, they ain't tell me. No one came it. Listen, you know, you got it in you to obey. Come on. And let me tell you something about obedience. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. The more you do it, the easier it becomes amen the more you work at it the more you say god i'm going to deny my flesh amen the more you begin to walk in his ways the more you walk in his ways come on the stronger your your obedience will be the more disciplined you will be come on but you got to start somebody got to start somewhere you got to start somewhere come on you just got to start there and when you start there Come on, you will begin to see the changes in your lives. You'll look back. You'll say, wow, like I am walking in the ways of God. But they had already, they knew how to obey. It was in them. It's in you to obey. It is in you to obey the word of God. Stop trying to make excuses. Stop trying to listen to those ears, the, the things that's whispering in you. To live a life that to give up drinking, it's too hard. Come on, to give up those things in my life. Come on, when you begin to obey the ways of God, the laws of God, you begin to walk in His ways. Amen. And so, up to this point, they were they were living a life of obedience. But then, at this point, she wanted more, so she ate. And like I was telling you earlier, y'all, I'm telling you, don't play with your flesh don't play out there because you think i'm just gonna i just want a little i just want to go out a little bit and i'm telling you you go so far and you won't be able to come back because you're looking for what is pleasurable you're looking for what is good but not knowing that what you the good and the pleasurable place is in god is in the presence of god Amen, Say, especially y'all that deal with addiction. You better, I'm telling you, it's a warning. Don't play, you know, you find yourself. You be out here strung out. Not on easy stuff, not no prescription. I'm talking about street drugs. You be strung all the way out and you be trying to figure out how you got from here to there. Amen. And so we have to discipline ourselves. One little bite. She thought she could just eat a little bit. You know, I always tell Kai. I tell her this, when we, when we driving down the street and we see somebody that's on drugs and stuff like that, and, you know, it's time she was like, Oh, mama, look at them, you know, like, because, you know, we see some stuff here in Florida. I mean, I, we see some stuff, you know, especially go over to Tampa and stuff. You'd be like, oh my God, they out here talking to trees. What is really going on? They talking to signs. It's a lot. Come on, it'd be a lot going on out there. And, you know, when, you know, it was times that, you know, we would see that and I would say to her, I said, Kai, you know what? I said, somebody told that person, just try it one time. Somebody told that person one day in their life, let's try drugs. Let's try it one time. It's all right. Just eat a little bit. And I said, and that person went from just trying it one time to where you see them right now. Out here talking to signs and trees and, you know, walking in the middle of the street. It got from there to there because I try to teach her all it takes is for Satan to say, eat of the tree. (laughs) Take one bite of the fruit. Come on. And and all it takes. Come on. So some of y'all need to hear this message. I need to, sometimes I need to hear this message as an adult to say, somebody said, let's try it one time. And so he told her that. So she did it. She ate. She, She ate of it. Come on. And when she ate of it, you know, she desired more. And it was almost like she was sitting right. It's like at this point, they're sitting right in the middle. She was right before she ate this. She's sitting right in the middle of the presence of God and being outside the presence of God. Oh, some of y'all right there, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You, you're sitting right in the middle. Come on, that's where she was right there. She was right in the middle of uh, 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 being in the presence of God and being straight away after her temptation at the temptations and being pulled, come on, away and enticed away. She was sitting right in the middle. Come on, and that's that's where we are. She ate, she wanted more. And look at this. She did eat, and then she gave it to her husband. <laughs> and then he ate. Lord help us today, God. She just didn't do it by herself. Satan just don't want you to be out of the presence of God. He don't want you just to not be in worship. He want you, your cousin, your mama, your wife, your children. Come on, your neighbor. Come on, your your sister in Christ. He want all of y'all to be outside of worship. He don't want none of y'all to be in the presence of God. Come on. So it didn't even just start with her. It started with her and then there they go. You ever threw somebody day off and know you did? (laughs) You like I know I did, cause I'm a teller. You know, you you, you know you you'll be like I I'ma get them. I'm going to get them. That day gonna be off, cause I'ma get them. Come on, but what she did is she ate, and then she goes and she give it to Adam. And here he go, he ate. Now they both is outside the press, but I say you know what? Even with Adam, you know he should have known better. Because at this point, y'all, this is where things got out of order. Because remember, I told you in the beginning, what did God do? God took man. He put him to sleep. He started with man. He took the rib, He made the woman. Then after he made the woman, what did Adam? Adam came back and he began to speak who she was. He affirmed who she was. She is woman, right? It all started either God was starting with man man speaking who she was when they begin to move forward then at some point god speaks to them about the tree so god is speaking to them together right because remember she said to the to the serpent she said the lord said you know we can eat out of the tree so god already spoke so she know the word of god God either speaking them together god started with the man and y'all this is where it got out of, out of line this is where the order got all messed up he should have known better Because that's not even how God operates. Now she giving him to eat. This is the first time we even see that. Come on. So why would, you know, if it was the will of God, why would God give it to her first? All the way up to this point, that wasn't what God was doing. And we, we have to know, come on, I want you to see this. Because at this point, the order was off. Come on. And you know it. Oh, Lord. You know it. The alignment was off. Come on, our understanding must align with God's order. I'm gonna say it again. Our understanding must align with God's order because at this point, you know it wasn't the order of God. Adam should have said, this ain't aligned with God. This, I ain't even gonna think that this is because God, they didn't even how God. God was coming to me. God was coming to us. So I should have known. See, I want to speak to you today because some of you know the alignment is off. You know it. So you're trying to get your understanding to line with like, okay, yeah, it's. but you know it's not the order of God. You want to know who God is. As we're talking about going into a place of worship, come on, he's looking for what? A true worshiper that worship him in what? In spirit. And what's that last word? Truth. God is looking for truth. You got to be real and truthful with yourself as we're even talking about going to a place of worship. You know your understanding is off. Ain't nobody got to tell you. We don't have to write no whole letter for you. We don't have to give you a whole speech. You know your, oh my God, hallelujah, help us today, God. You you know your understanding is off because it doesn't align with the order of God. It just is what it is. Come on. It is what it is. Come on. You can't change the order of God. Amen. And I don't care who get mad. Well, God I don't feel like God called a man to lead. I, I just I don't care what you think. If the order is set, and then the order is just set, you can't, you can't, you know. My, my apostle I always say two, two, two anything with two heads is a monster. Come on, you can't be the head too. I just need to be the head too because I know more. And I it's still all that's off, y'all. We we can't go on our own. Understand the order of God is just the order of God. I'm not saying God can't speak to you I'm not saying that but what I'm saying is you can't stand up and say this is what we gonna do and this how the house gonna go come on that's, that's not it we have to fall in the order of God and Adam should have known at this point that something was out of line come on Why do, how do we know that alignment is off there's no balance some of you your, your balance is just your life the balance is just off That's pushing you outside the presence of God. You're not balanced. Well, they say work life balance. Some of y'all just don't have the you got to get your spiritual life. You got to, you got to get your spiritual life, your personal life. You got to get all of that in balance. Come on, you got to balance out your relationships those things pushes you come on it is it, an abomination to the lord the, the balance is off come on we got to have a just weight we got to know that god my life is balanced out come on so i want you today i want you to look at these things god even you talking about getting into the presence of god i got to make sure that i'm weight things are balanced out in my life doing too much of one thing being so focused on one thing come on you know um you could even be too focused on, I'm just going to put ministry, all ministry, 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 ministry. But the Bible says charity it starts at home. You can't put all your love one place and you don't put no love at your house. I'm going to move on because I mean, I don't know, Lord, but but, but, but you you, you got to be balanced, ladies. you got to be balanced, Lord. You got to get love at the house, amen. You can't even just be one way with nothing. You got to balance this thing. And it says that she ate and then she gave it to him. Go on to my next scripture. I know I've been on scripture one for a long time. Go on to my next scripture, hallelujah. (laughs) And the eyes of them both were open. They knew that they were naked and they sewed fig trees, leaves together and they made themselves aprons. So what happened at this point, they knew all this time, y'all, they were naked and they, they didn't feel ashamed. They didn't know nothing. But at this point, because of sin, Now they realize (laughs) that they are naked and that now they are ashamed, you know, and I say, God, you know, because sin, it brings in all these emotions. You ever seen somebody do wrong and then they get mad at you? He's like, why are you mad at me? And you did wrong. Like, I, you the one that did the wrong and then now you mad at me because now all these emotions and all these things that come into play, come on, because now you ain't sin because you did wrong. Lord, help us today. Hallelujah, glory to God. And so now, you know, I mean, they, they, they didn't know. Like I said, it was almost like childlike faith. see a little baby take their pap off and they just go running. Why? Because the baby don't know no difference. The baby don't know that, you know, nothing about being naked. You know, they don't know that you're supposed to cover up. They don't know. Because that was a place of, that was a place of a pure place that they were in. Because they was in the presence of God. When they came outside of the presence of God, I'm trying to help some of y'all because I want you to even have a desire to go into the presence of God. I want you to be. De- I want you to desire worship again. I want you to be. I want you to get to that place because, but because uh, uh, what happened is sin pulls you and it has you so you looking at all this stuff and emotions and. You know, the the, the 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 death of things, come on, you're not even seeing the life of things, you're seeing things wrong. And I say, God, is it sometimes that you put us in a place where you don't want us to see certain things? God say, Yes. He says, Sometimes there is things that God don't even want us to see. But when we go running after pleasures and Running after temptations and running outside the will of God and the presence of God, there is things you begin to see that you, God didn't even want you to see. See, I, I didn't even know that. Now I see, God didn't even want you to see that. There was things that God didn't even want them to see. And now they find themselves, they don't see so much, they don't opened to so much. God trying to protect you. Come on, that's why people say don't go looking for stuff. We're going through people's phones looking for stuff. Because I'ma <laughs> I'm find something, you know. You're gonna find something all right. You know, you 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 gotta go and sit and pray because you may see something that will you may never recover from. You may see something that may push you into a depression, and you may be, may not be able to go get from it. But we we wanna see something. We wanna know. We wanna see. That's why social media is so 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 popular. That's why YouTube and you know, reality shows and why? Because people always wanna see more. I wanna see their life. I wanna see more about them. I wanna know. I wanna see. But some things, somebody said, God, some things is not just for me to see. Some things God just don't want me to see. I don't don't know who wants, who who needs to hear that, but it is some things that God just don't want you to see. Come on, it may be things over time that God wants you to see over time. But right now, there is things that God just don't want you to see. And we'll pull away outside the will of God to chase and see it. Out of the presence of God. Come on, there's a timing for you to see things in your life. Come on, why? Because we says God makes what all things beautiful in his time. Some things, even that's beautiful, God won't allow you to see it just yet. Uh-oh. Some things that's even beautiful, God won't even allow you to see it just yet. Come on, you can be in a relationship and you don't see it as beauty. All you see is these other things and then you're ready to, you know, walk out of the presence of God in a way to go to be tempted into something else. Instead of saying, God, it's some things that you're going to show me over time. Come on, it's some things that even in ministry, God, you're going to show me over time. Some of y'all, where you want to be in God, if God would show you right now, I hate to say it, but your head would be so big that you couldn't even fit through the door. I know. I know I. am anointed, appointed. Honey, you you'll be so ready to you ready to pray it, honey. You are giving everybody a word. Your head just swell up because God said, "Who you gonna be?" So God can't reveal it to you just yet because God knows he has to deal with your insecurities first. God knows he has to deal with your self-esteem first. God has to, you know, your your, your acceptance, you know, the, the struggle with being accepted. Come on, God has to deal with that stuff first so that when he begins to reveal who you are, come on, and everything that he's, he, he's, he's appointed you to do, you already delivered from all that stuff. Y'all not trying to hear me today so that I can be ready for that. But instead, instead of you staying still, come on, Holy Ghost, staying still, being still in God, walking dis- in a distant place, letting the word come, let God deal with you until he reveal it. I'm just going to go somewhere else because over there, these people going to tell me I'm great. Oh, Lord. These people over here, they're going to know I'm a, they're going to know I'm the a prophetess. I'm a prophet of all nations. Come on, they already gonna know. Come on, and that's you getting outside of the presence of God. I hope somebody hearing me today, come on, because we can miss because there is things that God won't even allow us to see. He doesn't want you to see it right now. There's some things that you got to let God make beautiful. and some things God is never gonna want you to see. Oh, Lord. Come on, hallelujah. Sometimes God just, just, it it just ain't for you to see. Because God knows certain things you see, it will mess you up. So you have to trust in God. You have to stand and see the salvation of the Lord. You have to allow God to make this thing beautiful. But God, I'm not gonna get out the presence of God. And so what happened, they looked and they knew they were naked. And here they go, putting in work. Sewing so fig leaves together, making themselves aprons. I don't to this point, they didn't even have to worry about all that. They're gonna make it hard. See what Satan don't tell you. He didn't tell them that part. He don't ever tell you that part. He don't tell you that part. He didn't tell him, now it's gonna be more work now. You gonna have to work harder. You gonna make things tough. When you pull outside the will of God, when you pull outside the presence of God, come on, He didn't tell you that part. That's why some of y'all it's so hard. It's so hard, Pastor. It's so hard. My God, hallelujah. So my word to you today, if you press into the presence of God, if you get back where you're supposed to be, come on, saints, it won't be so hard. Come on, hallelujah. If you get back into that place, come on, glory to God. It's so hard. Come on, he said, my yoke is easy. His burden is light. His, what he tell you to do. That means the things that I put on your plate to obey your obedience. He said, it, the yoke is easy. Oh God, hallelujah. It ain't hard. My burden is light. I'm so burdened down. My shoulder's heavy. I <laughs> I'm so burdened down. I can't stand up in the morning. Come on. But because he said, but my burden is light. Come on, that's why we got to stay in the presence of God. You get in there, y'all, it'll lighten your load. Come on, if I get into worship, it'll lighten your load. Come on, if I stay in the presence of God, if I push my way to get back into the presence of God and back into that place of worship, it'll lighten your load. Glory to God. Somebody should have gave God a praise right there. Hallelujah. So now here they go. They got to be sowing stuff. Go on the verse. Go on my next one. Amen. I'm I'm an insane. So I only got two more scriptures. It says that they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden, the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves in the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. And when they heard the voice of the Lord, I I do want to point this out. I say, God, they knew his voice. They recognize his voice, even when they were in sin, even when they were, you know, in this place, come on, outside, you know, they hid themselves from the presence of God, come on, they still recognize the voice of God. Come on, you're gonna have to go back and say, God, I I, I gotta remember. Come on, I gotta remember the voice of God. I gotta remember how God speaks to me. I gotta remember the things that it took for me to get into a place of worship. Come on, I gotta remember that way. Come on, that path that God took me to get into a place of worship. Come on, glory to God. You're not that far away from it. We feel like we're so far away because of sin. We're so far away because we were being tempted. We've been run after our own pleasures. We have Been away from worship because we're so focused on our pleasures. But I come to tell you today that you still recognize the voice of God. If you can just get to a place to say, God, I want to remember how to get back into that place with you. They heard the voice of the Lord walking through the garden. (laughs) How amazing! How amazing is that? They heard the voice, (laughs) they heard his voice walking the God how amazing is that I said God you know we were just talking about the whole uh submarine um uh, that those people were on you know it was a, it was really sad I mean I said God it's it's a lot to that story but you know how those people were there in that in that submarine I forgot the name of an ocean gate or something and you know they were looking for them but they said it would hear noises like you know they were trying to send for help but they said that even though they could hear the noise, the, you know, the, the body of water was so huge. And they said, you know, sound doesn't travel in a straight line. So even though they can kind of see where it was coming from, they couldn't actually find them because it doesn't travel straight. And it was such a big, broad, you know, land. And so I say, God, you know, but your voice is so the sound of God. Come on, the sound, somebody say the sound of God. The sound of God is so precise. It's so precise, it's so straight, it's so sharp. Come on, glory to God. It's so precise that God will come and speak directly to you. Right to your situation. Your situation. You're not so like far that you lost. Come on, stop saying I'm so lost. Come on, God know where you are. God knew exactly where they were, but his voice was walking in the garden, that they knew exactly where his voice was coming from. It's so precise. Come on, glory to God. And so they recognized the voice of God. Come on, I will recognize the voice of God and I will follow the voice of God. I want you to write that down. I will recognize the voice of God and I will follow the voice of God. If you saying, God, I want to get into that place. I want back in your presence. I want back into this place of worship. I am far away from you, God. I understand that I've been falling after my pleasures. I will recognize the voice of God and I will follow Come on, that means I'm hearkening after the voice of God and I will follow after the voice of God, amen? And it says that, and Adam and and, and his wife, they hid from the presence of the Lord. Come on, so at this point, we're talking about the presence, the presence of God, meaning come face to face. Come on, come and face to face with God, a specific place, come on, to appear, to come to or before so come in it's a, it's a place, specific place when we come into the presence of God, to come before, to come to him. Come on, as we're talking about the encounter with God, you can have an encounter with God hiding from His presence. Hiding from the presence of God. Come on, what ha- you know what happened is at this place, they begin to he- hide themselves. Amen. They begin to hide themselves from the presence. They were already in the presence of God. Come on. Now they're hiding themselves. He hid him and his wife from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Come on. I said, God, up to this point, you know, we, we know trees as being a good source. You know, trees are always talked about in a good way. But it also, the Bible also talks about trees in a place of idols, like the groves and, you know, all these things they were hiding in these groves. And so a lot of times, you know, we have to even be careful that we don't take the good thing that God has for us and we end up outside the presence of God and it end up being. You know, the opposite. Come on, glory to God. God can try to use the relationship to be a good thing. But when you're outside the presence of God, then that relationship begin to be a bad thing for you. Y'all hear me? And it'll be something that would turn you away from God. God want relationship to be a good thing. You know, that's to show you love. But if you're outside God, it can be the wrong thing. It could turn you away from the things of God. It could be bad for you. And so they were, they were hiding themselves in this, in the trees. And it says, uh, God gave me, he said, a higher place of worship. God said he wants to tear down those high groves that we can't see him. God want to tear down those high places. Come on, here we go hiding in these high places that we allow to grow up. And then we can't even see God. We can't even see what God is doing. Come on, glory to God. I'm not going to be hiding God. Come on, we allow these things to get so tall in our lives. But God is saying it is time for those things to come down. Why? So that we can see him. What does worship do? When I get into that place of worship, it begin to bring down those things. Because those things that I was worshiping is higher than God. And when I begin to really get into a, a true worshiper, that worship him what? In spirit and in truth. When I could get into that place, those other things that was I was worshiping, it begins to fall and I could see God clearly. That's why I got to get into a place of worship. Because y'all know what? You wouldn't even see the trees that you got up high worshiping until you get into the place with God. You can't even see those things. Up to that point, until God come to and, and deal with them and speak to them, they thought they was okay. they over there making aprons, making them clothes, you know, and, and, and God had to come and deal with them. And then when God showed up, what did they do? They realized, oh my goodness. But one thing I love about the Lord, that he didn't leave us out there by herself the lord did just leave adam and eve come on somebody i i rather you god don't leave me out here i'd rather you come and deal with me because the truth is i need the presence of god the truth is i've been there where i hid myself from the presence of god come on glory to god for one reason or another i didn't want to hear what god had to say oh I didn't want to hear what God had to say. I didn't didn't want God to tell me to get it together. I didn't want God to tell me, come up out of there. I didn't want God to tell me those things because I wanted to run after my own pleasures. So I would hide from the presence of God. And it says that they were hid among the trees. I'm gonna go ahead and end. And it says, look at this in verse nine. And the Lord called unto Adam. And he said unto him, where art thou? He said, Adam, where are you? Come on, this back in order again. Remember, we talked about order. When you know things are out of line, they'll fall into order. He didn't say, Adam and Eve, where are y'all? What did he say? Adam. (laughs) That's what he said. Adam, where are you? I left this up to you. I put this stuff in your hand, Adam. That's when you see the alignment of God. There's an order of God. He came to deal with Adam. He said, Adam, you the leader. Come on, you over this home, over this family. Come on, I put you as a leader over certain things in ministry. Come on, God put you, put things in ministry in your hand. Some of y'all gave, God done gave you a gift. God, God is saying to you, where are you? He done put this stuff in you. He gave you the gift so that you can edify the church with it. Come on. But but you're so drawn away from your pleasures that you can't even edify the Lord with your gifts. Instead of taking those things and go into the presence of God with it, you all the way over here falling pleasures. Come on, and not using it to edify the body of Christ. Come on. So he talks to the leaders. He talked to those that are oh oh you know over the household. You you know, some of you if you a single woman or a single man, you still over your home, you still over your household. What decision are you making in here? What are you letting in here? Come on. He was saying, "Adam, where are you?" Lord, have mercy, God. But I thank him. I thank him. I thank him for dealing with us. Look at this because even in this moment, God said it was still a building of the relationship. Come on, God was still building a relationship with Adam. Why? Because he came to talk to him, he still came to deal with him. Because God was still showing him that he loved him. God was still showing him. I love you. He was telling him, i still want to build relationship with you. God still wants to build relationship with you. God still wants to hear you in worship. God still wants you in this place in his presence. Come on. When you got a relationship with somebody, what you always want them in your presence. You know, I love seeing people in love with one another. They be so, you know, I just want, I just want you and my friends. You know, I, don't, I just want you close to me. You know, we, it don't even, you know, it don't matter what we doing. Come on, Mary folks. It don't matter what, we ain't got to be out doing, you know, in Dubai somewhere for us to show love. We don't have to be always, you know, somewhere else. It's the point that we together. It could be we round the house doing a um something to the house, or we outside doing. But we doing that what together? Why? Cause we in the presence of one another. Come on, with your children, you may not always have the money to take them everywhere and take them on very nice trips and do all these things. But it's the presence that you're there. Come on, that we together we're doing stuff together. Come on, glory to God. It's about relationship. When you, when you love somebody in relationships, you want the presence of them. So some of y'all today, I mean, it's a little bit tough because, you know, God really dealt with me a lot about stuff to do yesterday. So I just had to come tough with y'all as what God was dealing with me because I want to encounter with him. But if some of you, you know, God, I'm not even desiring the presence of God. I'm not even desiring the presence of people in my life. I want to be by myself. I don't want them, you know, want them around like that. You in the room, you in the house, but you're in the room with the door closed all the time. You don't even want the presence of people or the presence of God. Come on, God is saying, I want to know where you're at. Come on, you got to go before God. This is the season that God is building relationship with you and with people that you love so that you can, you want the presence. You would desire the presence of God. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, just right there. Where you are, just wave your hands right there. Come on, glory to God, hallelujah. And in this season, God, I'ma desire the presence, the presence of God, the presence of the people that I love, the relationships that you're building in my life. Come on, glory to God. Not hiding from people, not hiding from God, hallelujah. But desire in the presence. Come on, hallelujah. And so what God did is he took him back to that place. Amen, the place of alignment. God took him back to that place. Let me tell you something. You may say, God, I don't see you, but I want you to know God sees you. God sees you. God knew exactly where Adam was. He he asked him the question, where art thou? But the truth is, the Lord knew exactly where he was. God knows exactly where you are. Where do I go from here? That was my message today. Is to get back to the presence of God. To get back for the desire, come on, that my desires, my temptations, and the pleasures that have pulled me away. That now, God, where do I go from here? I allow my desire, come on, to pull me back into a place where I want to worship. That I want to encounter God, that I want His presence, that I want the presence of people that He has ordained to be a part of my life, the people that He has placed in my life to love me, to support me, come on, to push me. That is where God wants you to be. And so I pray that this message bless y'all today. Hallelujah. That's where I'm going from here. Come on. Somebody say, that's where I'm going from here. Come on. Hallelujah. That's where I'm going from here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You just don't know. I'm so excited about everything that God is doing in this season, but I'm going to let relationships be built with God and with others that he has placed in my life. Amen. I thank the Lord on today. Just come on right where you are. Just clap your hands. Amen. Thank God for the word. Hallelujah. Thank God for speaking. Thank God for dealing with us. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank God for correcting us. Amen. You chastise those that you love. God, that means you love me. God, you came and you dealt with Adam and Eve because you loved them. God, hallelujah. You know what you have put in them. You took the time. Amen. To put these things on the inside of us. You love us, God. Hallelujah. So I thank the Lord, on today for being such a good, good father, amen, for being so mindful of us. I'm telling y'all through this time of worship, I say, God, I'm going to be my most authentic self. God, I'm going to be who you have called me to be. I'm going to be the most authentic in it come on as I can be I want God to continue to take stuff away from me I want him to deal with me come on glory to God because I want to be better I want the second half of this year come on to be the best part of my life come on I want I say God I desire I know that you're going to do it in me amen and so I honor the Lord for everything that he is doing in us hallelujah But we just receive what the Lord is telling us on today. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not just going to recognize it, but I'm going to follow it. Amen. I'm going to be a follower of the word of God. I'm going to be a doer of what I've heard. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Well, I pray that you've been blessed. Hallelujah. In Jesus name, as we're talking about the faces of worship. Amen. (music) Thanks for tuning in and please make sure to visit us at churchofphila.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social, to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchofphila.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.